Hey guys, what's going on? You're listening to another episode of the Women for Greatness podcast. This is episode 24, and this show is hosted by me, Serena Hess. In this episode, you get to meet my friend, Taylor Simpson, on all the things social media. She is found at I am Taylor Simpson. And in this episode, we talk about limiting beliefs. We talk about the things that we believe and why they have such an important effect on our entire lives. This episode is powerful, and as you can hear from the audio, Taylor is full of life. Like, really, can I have like some of her energy? Because she is just vibrant. In this episode, she shows up for you guys in a genuine way, and I am so grateful for that. This episode was so valuable and powerful that I even created a worksheet to go along with it. It's how to remove limiting beliefs, and it's based off the advice that Taylor gives in this episode. For you to get this worksheet, you can visit the show notes, serenahess.com slash podcast, or you can just send me a DM on Instagram and I can send you the link. You guys, I love this episode. I know you're going to love this episode, so let's jump in. So Taylor, thank you for hopping on a call with me this morning. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> so give us an overview snippet. Who is Taylor? What do you love? What do you fill most of your days with? Mm, good question. I just... I love getting into a flow of just feeling good and doing things that feel good to me. So what I do throughout the day is I have a nice slow morning routine where I do a lot of journaling, just a lot of self-reflection, reading. I read about two books a week. So that's something I'm really passionate about. Taking my dogs for a walk and then hopping on either, you know, recording podcasts, doing some sort of course creation, and then doing one-on-one calls with my life and business coaching clients. And then in the evenings, I'm at the gym or doing yoga or or reading, um, pretty much grandma. And so, <laughs> yeah, I just, I really, truly just love just going kind of with the flow every day and what is calling me because I didn't used to like always be that way. So I'm really intentional about it being that way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It sounds like you're very busy. You're a busy yeah. person. <laughs> a, a good busy, intentional busy. Mm-hmm. I noticed on your Instagram bio, it says you're a Pop-Tart junkie. <laughs> your flavor of choice. <laughs> oh my God, I am. Well, when the sugar cookie's out, which is limited edition, that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, the Oreo. <laughs> I'm a, a brown sugar girl. Classic. Sugar. I stick with the original. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Toast that up. You're good to go. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to dive in a little bit. You also have a podcast, so that makes this double fun. Yes. So why did you start your podcast? Uh, yes. So I started it because one, I'm a podcast junkie. I have been listening to podcasts since like podcasts weren't cool to listen to. <laughs> like before they were even like a thing and so I just was so grateful for the knowledge and the tools that I absorbed from other experts and I got to a point where the same sort of issues and struggles and challenges were coming up with my clients and just my community in general like on Instagram so I was Mm -hmm. like I need to just create a platform that I usually listen to for my community to receive tools and value from. So it's kind of my way of, of really just giving back, you know, as a podcast host, it, it's, you know, it, it's free on other people's ends and it costs on your end. But if you do it because it feels good, it doesn't really matter. Like it's mm-hmm. fun. 
So that's yeah. literally why I do it, just to give give back value. So who were your like podcast idols when you were before you started yours? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Lewis Howes for mm-hmm. show. I, I've been listening to him since episode one. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, that's how long I've been listening to podcasts. And who else? Gosh, like for marketing, I remember I used to, way back when I started my business, Amy Porterfield. He wrote the book, um, oh my God, Tool of Titans. Tim Ferriss. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Tim <laughs> Ferriss. So yeah, those are kind of my go-tos uh, from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, those are my jam. Lewis Howes, Jenna Kutcher usually. Yes, yes. Yeah, Tim Ferriss was the first one that turned me on to podcasts. I was like, okay, like just the manner and the way he hosts just felt very welcoming. And like I was listening in on a coffee conversation, you know? For real. Yeah. And then I kind of have the same, I was just obsessed with podcasts myself, you know? <laughs> You're like, this is amazing. It's yeah. Like, Take one. <laughs> right? It's like just a bunch of free, awesome information from people who know their their stuff I don't know if you can guess mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moving from that so you had your pod you have your podcast because you want to share with the world right yes been through what exactly have you been through you're super into personal development but like was there something in your life that kind of shifted you over and just made you like oh I want to change my entire life was there like one specific moment or was it a compilation of different moments oh my gosh so much yes (laughs) (laughs) so I I like to say I was the the um captain of the hot mess express train (laughs) back in my college years (laughs) which was about 10 years ago at this point. And so I was just far from self-aware, had no idea about the self-development world whatsoever. Didn't even know that was a word, by the way. I didn't know self-development was a thing. Um, didn't know self-awareness was a word. Not, that's how like in the dark I was. So I went to college and just you know, got good grades. I've always been you know, just grade smart. But during it, I was just like, I, I was taking the classes and kind of living robotically and drinking on the weekends and just doing things I probably shouldn't have done as much as I did. And so because I was just chasing happiness, I was trying to find things that would make me happy. And when you chase happiness, what happens? You don't find it. So I kept like mm-hmm. doing these things and, and uh, do, changed my major. And then eventually I committed to a major um, and then landed, you know, got my undergrad and my master's in international development because I knew on the inside, I loved doing humanitarian work. So that was like the one thing, the one thing that I knew about myself. That's it. So I, I, <laughs> I wrap up college, kind of like get over my party girl ways ish, had to grow up a little bit, land my dream job first on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., and then for the United Nations. And was doing that for about five years. But then two years into this, still like two years into it, still far from self-aware, any of that. I was starting to just have panic attacks on Sunday nights and cry on on the metro. I live in Washington, D.C. on the way to work on Monday. And was just like a mess inside. Because I had my dream job. What in the world? Like I became addicted to shopping. So instead of like drinking on the weekends, I would just go shopping all the freaking time. And so again, chasing <laughs> happiness. And I'm like, why? Like I, I was, I got married at that time. Like I have everything that, like on the outside, I look like I had it all together, like classic. Um, and so I'm like, why am I still miserable? And I had really bad social anxiety, which you could not have like known on the outside. Um, lacked all the confidence in the on the inside. And so finally, it was a moment at work where I was just like, I am so sick of like just feeling like crap all the time like it's clearly me because I've created my reality that's the only thing I knew about myself um and so somehow I could not remember but I came across the book the power of now literally don't even I don't even remember how I did but I just did and so three pages in I was like 
oh my God, what, what have I been doing my life? And I had, I had a major wake up call. Have you read that book? No. Oh my God. The power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Like it's like, I mean, right now in your, in your self-development world, you would be like, if, when you're in your self-development journey, you, the book doesn't really mean as much, but it's more one of those books where if you're like so asleep, you're like, what? Like I have control over my thoughts right here, right now. So that book was really the catalyst to me learning about a whole new world of self-development. And from there, that's literally when I started jumping into podcasts and got rid of my cables, read all the books that I could possibly get my hands on, and then just kind of grew from there. And that grew into me finding my passion. That's That originally was my first business, Tailored Fitness, which is now self-run, where I was just creating, like, I had a fitness Instagram account and would just share my, like, outfits at the workout at the gym. And people loved it. And then they wanted help because they saw my body change. So I found an outlet to help people that felt good. And naturally, because I just gravitated towards what felt actually, like, soulfully good it turned into a business and long story short I was able to quit my nine to five job that I once thought was my dream job and take tailored fitness on full time within about a like nine months to a year of doing that and then so that transformed for the past two years now I do what I do now which is life and business coaching for for women who are ready to get out of their own way just like I had so yeah it was just a truly a roller coaster. And through that process, I got divorced. I found now my true soulmate. Because when I realized when you come in touch with like who you are, you quickly realize that your surroundings are not matching. <laughs> yeah. During that whole entire crazy whirlwind transformation, what were like your close friends and family saying when you like, when you read that book, you're like, okay, we need to make <laughs> right? They were like, thank God, because they knew that I was like a hot mess. Like my close friends and my family, just because I would get like snap quickly and was just a pain in the ass really. And so, yeah, they were just like, okay, like you're going to do this. They probably, they were super supportive, very supportive friends and family, thank God. So they were very supportive, but they were just like, and then they saw me transform and they were just blown away. Just as I still am to this day, when I look back, they to this day are just like, when I see my best friends from like elementary school and middle school, and they're just like, I can't believe how far you've come. Like it blows their mind. Mm-hmm. It's just What would you say to the girl that feels like she can't transform where she's at right now? I would challenge her to, to figure out what her limiting beliefs are around why she, why she thinks she's not worthy enough to transform. And then usually when we think we can't do something, it's something so much more deeper than that. Like, again, the limiting belief of I'm not worthy of being happy or I'm simply I'm not smart enough to figure it out. So, yeah, when you think you can't do something in general, especially just transforming, is to ask yourself, really get curious. What is that rooted in? And it it comes up pretty quickly if you if you open up to it. And allow it to just kind of bubble up. Usually we stuff away those feelings. But if you are intentional about, okay, let me figure out what this is. And it will come up. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that. So let's kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah. So what, what's what been your experience, experience with getting rid of negative beliefs? So my limiting beliefs were super, I was very convicted in my limiting beliefs. Let me just say that. Like I thought they were my truth, like straight up truth. So my my core 
limiting beliefs were a, a little bit of a handful. They were, I lacked, I had no confidence. So I lacked confidence. I was not a confident person was my truth. I was an insecure and shy person, which is a little bit different than lacking confidence. And then I wasn't pretty enough to ever be loved by someone that I felt worthy to be loved by. So those were ones that really, they held me back. I mean, with those three things in so many situations that if I had, if I had addressed them sooner, I, I, my life would have been in a completely different place. Thank God I didn't because I'm grateful how it all rolled out, of course. But yeah, those are my three main ones. So what are the steps to like breaking down a limiting belief? Yeah. So personally, I went for the confidence one, especially because I know, especially in today's social media world, I'm sure a lot of your listeners want to you know, put themselves out there on lives and get mm-hmm. out there and serve the world and make a difference. And when we lack confidence, that negative Nancy voice in our head keeps us from doing it, which is keeping a gift from the world. So I love how you said in the beginning we were chatting, Serena, is that like, like just giving a gift to the world is I, I firmly agree with you on that. And so when you allow a limiting beliefs, such as lack of confidence to keep you back from changing people's lives, you are being like, I hate to say it, you're being selfish. So it's like, so when you realize from that point of view, oh crap, I need in order to change the world to realize what I'm doing to myself and others. So that's kind of the first step is just accept that that's your limiting belief and then what it's doing to you and the people around you. And then to heal through it is really just to sit down with a journal and write down, first of all, what write down the limiting belief. I lack confidence. I am a confident, whatever feels right to you. And then ask yourself, okay, one, who ever told me this? Probably no one. Okay, we can scratch that out. Okay, did I ever come across a situation where it was like the original time that I felt lack of confidence? You could probably think of a couple different things, but but probably not one specific starter point. So then you get a little deeper. Okay, well, maybe, you know, in kindergarten, my teacher said that I like to speak up a little louder, like you're, you're not speaking up loud enough. It could have been that one teeny moment that was a catalyst for you. And that was for me. My, my kindergarten teacher told me I was shy one day when I was probably like sick or something. And so from then on, that became my truth. So just kind of backtracking. Okay, where does this come from? Where does this come from? And you'll, you'll start to pick up different times that happened and then get back to as far as you can. And just be okay with how far back you got to where that limiting belief started. And then if it was something that someone said to you, like my teacher, ask yourself, did that really actually have anything to do with me? Or maybe like that person, any of the limiting beliefs, you're not loved. Maybe that person said something not nice because they were reflecting back onto them. So when people put their limiting beliefs, this is like, it's like a full circle. When people put their limiting beliefs and their issues onto you and say it's you, they're just trying to get it off of their, their shoulders. So it's kind of getting to a place of accepting, okay, this limiting belief, one, no longer serves me. I'm seeing that no one ever verbally said this to me. And if they did, it had nothing to do with me and it had everything to do with them. And then the last step is to think, okay, if, if I were to get rid of this limiting belief, if I was like, okay, I got, I'm done with this, what positive things in your life would happen. And that right there is the catalyst to be like, oh my gosh, so many awesome things, so many awesome things. So then you pick a new belief, not a limiting belief, a new belief that flips that. So instead of, you know, my, my limiting belief is I am not confident. It's, 
I am a confident person who is constantly practicing how to speak up, how to stand up for myself and to shine bright and then make that the new swap, the new belief. And it gets you know easier said than done, just like, grow, like growing a muscle. We have to practice it. So anytime you feel that limiting belief creep in, ask yourself, is this serving me? Is it true? What was my new belief that I brought in? And just keep doing that over and over. And eventually you'll rewire your brain and you'll, you will believe the new one because that is your soul truth. Mm-hmm. I love all, I feel like I need to be taking notes this entire thing. And I feel like, <laughs> gonna be like, wait, rewind, rewind. That was too good. <laughs> so all of that, no, that is amazing. That's really awesome. Um, yeah, recently I caught myself just believing. It was basically I had this belief and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I heard a quote that was like, the second thought you have after you say you're going to do something is how you really believe about it. Mm. So if I said something like, I'm going to buy a house tomorrow, in the back of my head, it's like, no, you're not. You know, like the second thought you have is what you really believe about it. Oh, I love that perspective. Yeah, no, thank you so much for the like those step by step tips because I'm sure like that is going to help so many listeners. That Good. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. How do you stay in such a high mood, high vibe, such energy levels all throughout your day? Because on social media, <laughs> you pop and pop and pop and on Instagram. <laughs> oh God, I love that question, and it's so funny how I get asked a lot, and it, it's funny because. It's just my personality. So I'm like, am I, am I really that bubbly? <laughs> like, I just, you know, when you have a personality trait, you just think it's normal. Um, yeah. And so I love it. I do because it's like, because it allows me to even like, just be brutally honest. There are days when I am not bubbly. There are like, hey, I can ask, you can ask my boyfriend. Um, there are days mm-hmm. when I'm just, just not feeling bubbly. And so what I do at those times is I just allow myself for like five minutes, 10 minutes to just sit with feeling that way just like honor it like I'm I'm feeling human right now I'm like anxious whatever the feelings are but then I know that it's it's up to me to grab every single day and use it to the fullest and it sounds so cheesy but if you really think about it like we're all gonna die someday so if we're not using every day and staying in a peak state and keeping our levels high like you wasted a day and a day goes by and day goes by and you keep wasting days so I just quickly you know, the past six years, I've been really intentional on just choosing to just show up as a person that I am constantly stepping into in, in order to, for me to feel good because it feels good to feel good and it feels good to talk motivational. It just it uplifts your spirits and uh, uplifts other people's spirits. So, yeah, I just I'm like that because one personality and two, I just it, it feels good to me to feel good and it feels good to help other people feel good. <laughs> What are your basic habits or rituals, like the things that you do every day that set you up for success to have such a good mood? Yeah, my morning routine, faux show. So yeah, <laughs> I, I do journaling, then my intention setting, affirmation. I visualize how I want the day to go, how I want to show up for this meeting or this call. I see myself getting on IG Live with lots of energy and, and clarity and passion. So I visualize how I want it to go. And then the, the different um, excerpts I read just to kind of get me motivated, inspirational posts. I do 20 minutes of meditation just to clear my mind, get centered, read my why, my goals, 
and just just see the beauty that is around us and like I appreciate everything that's in my sight and when you go into the day with appreciation I would always people say that like attitude gratitude but it's like for reals when you go into the day with just straight up like whatever today brings I'm gonna appreciate it even if it was quote-unquote bad I'm gonna appreciate it because it's probably gonna be a challenge that I'm gonna learn from so when you go into the day just appreciating what's to come you have no choice but to look at everything good and bad as it's there for your growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about whether you're going to accept that or not. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I think I firmly believe, you know, out of all the books I've read and autobiographies, the most successful, just positive grounded people, their morning routines are, are non-negotiables. And I've made that my thing as well. And truly, I swear it helps so much because you know, there's mornings when you like rush and you're like spilling your coffee all over yourself. And then the rest mm-hmm. of your day is just like, hell on wheels that just kind of goes to show like you your day will go how you start it and it's up to us to make the most of it yeah and it's not selfish to take that time no. to do you need to be 100 percent. absolutely amen so as I was browsing through your Instagram and everything else that you put out into the world I noticed there's a lot of it <laughs> you have tons of content on Instagram lots of podcasts yes. YouTube you have programs and group courses and all of this stuff. How do you generate so much information out into the world? I swear it's just from all the reading and self-development work and podcasts that I just, I've been listening to the past six weeks, like, and also listening to what my either followers or listeners or clients are needing Mm -hmm. and wanting and the issues that keep coming up. So I just listen. That's why I created the confidence Academy because every, like everything kept coming up lacking confidence, lacking, and they didn't say lacking confidence, but you can tell that was the root. So truly just everything I've been reading, it just kind of like eventually in your brain, you're like, oh, that worked, that works. And then, yeah, just listening, truly listening. Is it hard to like constantly show up as yourself, like through the different mediums, like YouTube, you know, you're there, like visual, you know, on your podcast, it's your voice and your energy, you know, is it hard to show up and just put so much energy towards those things? Um, Some days, I would say 99% of the days, it just feels good because it's just what I love to do. Like, I just, I'm literally like, no joke, one of those people that just like in the morning I'm like yep it's a day let's go let's go I'm really excited for it like I just I am like I've always been a morning person it's a little crazy so 99% of the time it just comes naturally to me but 1% of the time sometimes I'm like oh crap I gotta record a podcast today oh man like I gotta get like so it's like sometimes I'm just not feeling as motivated and in alignment Mm -hmm. and then when those days come Again, I'm just like, okay, what what can I do to get back into the flow? Do I need to, you know, watch a Tony Robbins video? Do I need to read a book? Do I need to go work out? And just kind of get the energy flowing. And then it kind of usually naturally picks back up. But if it, it's not all there, I still just show up. I just turn it up as high as I can, <laughs> even if it's 99%. And just, because it's all about showing up. And I, again, I don't ever want to waste a day where I don't try to inspire at least one person. Yeah, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> I saw that you recently went to the Tony Robbins event. How was that? Oh my God. So good. Yeah. It was, it was Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and Robert Hershevac. There we go. So many names. It was so good. It was my very first time experience. Like it was amazing. And so it was the um, National Achievers Congress. And at the event they were selling, like, then you can sign up for his, you know, Unleash the Power Within, his main event. So mm-hmm. I got my mom a ticket. I gifted her a ticket. She wasn't even there. I was just like, mom, um, these are the dates I'm sending you to the thing. She's like, what? And then I got my boyfriend and I tickets because it was just like, 
like I was like sign me up wherever it is sign me up because he's just so freaking powerful yeah he's he's a train yeah for real (laughs) talk about showing up a hundred percent that man shows up a hundred percent yeah so going along with that who are some of like your role models aside from Tony (laughs) well first like in person would be my granddad just like he's just amazing second would be for like who people who people know. I'm really loving love Lori Harder. Just love her energy she brings. Glennon Doyle, love her. Jen Sincero, her books are just amazing. So I just love everything she puts out. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like I I flow around like once a month. I kind of find some new mentor from afar to just. That's your obsession. Yeah, <laughs> I just soak up all their knowledge and kind of just see where they're at and like okay. Like, I got your vibe. Let's, let's kind of move on to the next one. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like you grow through mentorship and through finding people and go, okay, what did they do? How can yeah. I recreate a different way? And then what can I learn? And let's move with it. Exactly. I mean, that's like, that's why they're there. They're, they're paving the way for you to, just like you and I are inspiring other people by sharing our value and knowledge on podcasts. And it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're there to soak up their information. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like you've lived like three or four different lives. Is that true? <laughs> uh, it feels like it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's been that whole journey for you? Like just the different ups and downs. Like what has that experience been like for you? It's been a, it's been a whirlwind. I truly have. I've learned so much. I put a podcast out about my, my dad being a narcissist. Didn't find that out till I was like 22. And we see find out because you do find out when someone is a narcissist. And he's a pastor and having like multiple affairs. So I, that was something that I had. So each huge challenge I've been through, it's a big lesson on what different kind of topics. And for that one, I learned a huge, that was a huge chapter of one of my many lives about forgiveness, but forgiveness, not verbally forgiveness internally. Did I ever tell him I forgave him verbally? No. And I, I I don't care to internally though. Hell yeah. Cause I ain't got time to hold around, hold resentment. So that was a big chapter that I learned a big lesson from. And then, yeah, being, being married and divorced, learning what, who I am. And and so every single thing I've gone through, I can look back and and really come at it from a place of absolute love, like true undenying love for myself and for the other person. And just, it's every life I've been through as a reminder that each of us are individual people with our own challenges, our own struggles. And we can't kind of judge one another for what's right or wrong. We can only focus on how we are showing up every single day in the moment that we're in. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the girl that's in the hard spot right now? Yeah, for sure. Girl, I feel you. Uh, that's what I would first say. <laughs> um, I feel you. And I remember hearing people t- like on the other side and when I was kind of sitting in, in a lot of crap being like, you know, just push through. It's okay. Lesson learned. I was like, yeah, right. Like, don't you even give me that. Like, so that's the first thing, like take everything with a grain of salt, but, but truly on the other side, they were right. Like if you are just, and it's, you know, it's so contradicting, but if you just literally hang in there, try to find any, any small silver lining, even if it's just like the teeniest thing, grab onto that and hold it and then think okay I I firmly believe that we all chose the life that we came into like we're all souls we all chose the life we stepped into you knew what challenges you were going to face it was I look at it as kind of like a game so if you're facing a challenge 
even if it's just like the craziest, I mean, I know there's some crazy, greater challenges I've gone through. Um, say to yourself, you know, I, I I chose this life as this soul and, you know, I, I knew I could handle it and I knew that I would grow from it. So what can I learn from this moment? And just keep reminding yourself, like you're facing a challenge for a reason and it's going to make you a better person. Even if right now that doesn't sound helpful, it will. You'll look back in a year, two years and be like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything happens on purpose and for a purpose. Yes. Oh, amen, so girl. It wouldn't come into your life if it wasn't for a purpose, even though like it might really, really suck right now. Like there is yeah. a purpose and you might not see it right now, but when the time comes later, like for you, a few years down the line, you're like, oh, I see why that happened. Oh my gosh. You know? For sure. And especially when I was married, like, I'm like, why am I feeling like I like am with the wrong person? Why? Why? Wait, I'm getting a divorce. What? And I look back now and it's just everything that unfolded the way it did literally led me to my actual soulmate. So it's just like, I just, pr- I promise you that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's yes. All the yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about living a life in fear versus living a life in confidence? Living a life in fear. Like to me, that means thinking too much about the outcome. And then living a life of confidence is knowing that the outcome is going to be beneficial for you. Yeah. So when we obsess on the outcome, uh, would you agree that it prevents us from creating things? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like when we live in fear, we just, it debilitates our, our flow, our passion, meeting people that can change our lives. It truly, it, it, it makes us live in the past and then try to, again, try to predict the future and, you know, if someone can predict the future, let me know. Cause it's just like, you know what I mean? Like there's just, there's no point to live in fear. Again, easier said than done. I used to live in fear. So it's just focusing on what can I control right now? And how can I be just so sure of who I am in this moment and honor every single moment going forward? And that's confidence. Yeah. Do you have like a specific story when you were focusing on the fear? Yeah. So actually, so every year I have a different theme and doesn't have a team with fear. And so I intentionally scary that was overwhelming that I didn't think that I would actually get through. And so I was just kind of purposely putting myself in a situation. So I tried out for this sounds so funny to do it for fun. So I, okay. again, someone who comes from a lack of confidence and insecurities in public speaking, but when I'm public speaking motivational, it, it's nothing. So I purposely tried out for cycle bar just because it was terrifying. Um, And I made it. And I was like, oh my God, that wasn't even that hard. So little stuff like that. And then also just transitioning my business from fitness nutrition to life and business coaching, you know, fear came up like, oh my gosh, will anyone want to work with me? Will will (laughs) I be successful? I mean, all the things, all the things, but I just made the transition anyways, because people were asking for it. So it's like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. So a lot of kind of little things I did um, in 2017 and 2016 is just to, to face all the fears mm-hmm. and then embracing confidence. Yep. And then on the other side, truly, yeah, truly like, I mean, when you dive, if something sounds like, so the listeners listening, they're like, I am terrified of public speaking, but you want to be a leader and you want to inspire someone or you want to inspire people or share your story on the other side of that fear of avoiding that thing that you want to speak at is so much growth. 
it's so much freaking gross. So if you look at fear and flip it, because the word fear has got has had this um, like just a negative stigma around it. And I think that if we learn how to look at fear as a challenge, a growth challenge, that sounds much more fun, right? Like I am going mm-hmm. into this growth challenge and it's going to be <laughs> great versus, oh God, I'm going into this fear and it's going to be awful. Um, so yeah, it's just flipping the verbiage and not making fear such a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard also we freak out in our brains with fear just because we don't know what the worst possible scenario is. So our yeah. brain is like, gosh, what if this happens? Oh my gosh, what if this happens? And so when we identify like, okay, what literally is the worst possible scenario? If I'm public speaking, what? So yeah. I stun my words and I sweat a lot and I look embarrassing and then I run off stage or I cry on stage. Like that's the worst possible thing. Is that going to kill me? Is that the end of my life? Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. It really is just when you verbally say it, you're like, oh my God, that's so silly that I'm even terrified of that. But it's like, so I love that. Yeah, just, just talking yourself through it and being like, literally, is my family still going to love me? Is mm-hmm. my dog still going to love me? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I was watching a Netflix show and it's with Lucy Hale. It's called Life Sentence. Have you heard of it? No. So basically, he has cancer in the show. And she's really afraid to go through her first round of chemo and her brother's like, okay, let's run away. And so they run away and they're like at this dock and he's like, okay, are you ready? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, it's dangerous out there. You never know what adventures you're going to face. We might be on our own. It might be cold. We might not have any money. She's like, I'm ready to face anything. And then he goes, well, if you're ready to face anything and if you're brave enough to face all of that, why don't we just go back so you can face the chemo? Cause you said you're brave. And she's like, okay. Like she was ready for that. Oh my God. Goosebumps. And it's like, just like, instead of running away, like just face head on, whatever it is, it's probably not that bad. Mm, yeah. So the Netflix inspiration. <laughs> I love it. You, know, for, it's like, you can relate that. Thank you for sharing that because you can really relate that to anything in your life I mean no matter how big or quote-unquote little the challenge is like you can get through it you got this we're coming to the tail end here what is one piece of advice that if you gave to every single woman they would follow it what would that piece of advice be surrender surrender and surrender some more yeah what do you mean by that so when you are in a situation where it's just like you're confused and it's not going your way and you just don't get why it's happening, just surrender and stop holding on to the negative aspects of any situation, whether that's a limiting belief, a scenario in your life, just like we resist things or we cling to them out of lack or fear instead of just releasing and surrendering, we block epic magic that can flow into our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So just releasing, releasing and surrendering. When we release things and surrender, it's just, it allows scenarios and people and thoughts and ideas to come in. And so when, when we're like thinking, oh my gosh, you know, maybe you're, you're starting your own online business and you're like, I'm thinking of trying to create content for Instagram and I just can't think of what to write. And you're just clinging to the fact that you can't get creative just at that moment, surrender, like, just be like, okay, right now, this is how I'm feeling. And right then, it's just like this thing happens that you just 
you give it a couple seconds and continue to surrender some more and more. And then magic and creativity and just beauty flows into your, your soul. And that's how you then create content that changes people's lives. Okay, listeners, you hear that? Surrender. You have to let go of whatever you are holding so tightly to. <laughs> yes, for real. Like that could be things too. Like I, I used to be a shopping addict. So I just actually like years ago I have gotten got, throw I mean literally things you just get rid of things don't eat don't eat things nothing that serves you just get rid of it emotional physical all the things just throw it out throw it out <laughs> don't, don't eat it don't throw it out <laughs> what is something that you recently learned that you wish you knew 10 years ago you are brighter and can make a bigger impact than you think. Yeah, because we, we think we can think so little of ourselves, and then you know, two years later, we're like, "What? Or what? Why were we dilly dallying? What were we doing?" <laughs> when you look back, you're like, "I could have been doing this this entire time, and for, I didn't." Seriously, for realsy, so remind myself every day of that. Like it's something I, you know, advice I'll give myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a growth, a daily growth. <laughs> Absolutely. So where can we? follow you? Where can we fall in love with you? And is there anything we can do for you to support you and just show how much we love you? I love that. Thank you. Um, You can find me over on Instagram. I am Taylor Simpson. My podcast is a tailored adventure to happiness, pun intended. My website's thetaylorsimpson.com. I'm always on, as you mentioned, I'm always on IG stories. So Again, yeah, come over there, DM me, let me know that you tuned in for this and come say hi. Like I, I love doing, vi- I, I message people back in video and it kind of throws people off. So just expect <laughs> to get a video response back to me, uh, back from me. Cause I really do. I love connecting with people. So please come and say hello over on Instagram. I love this conversation. Thank you so much for just some very powerful questions. You are an amazing, amazing leader. Oh, thank you for showing up for my people. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you guys, this has been one of my favorite episodes, the idea of your limiting beliefs and what you believe about yourself. Recently, I just started doing this thing where I write out what I want to believe about myself. So previously, if I believed that I'm lazy and I don't do the hard work, now I write down things in my journal like, I am the type of woman that wakes up early and gets things done. I am the type of woman that does the hard work. I am the type of woman who creates things that she's proud of. I encourage you to try some of these journaling activities and write out what type of person do you want to become. Write it down on a piece of paper, write it down in your journal, and refer back to it frequently. Who are you? What do you want to be? What are you doing with your life? Again, as I mentioned before, there's a worksheet that goes along with this podcast episode. It's how to remove limiting beliefs, and we do step-by-step the eight steps to removing a limiting belief. If you're interested in this worksheet, just visit the show notes, serenahess.com slash podcast, or you could DM me on Instagram and I can send you the link. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Taylor is a powerhouse of information and knowledge and passion. I thank her again for coming on the show and sharing her vibrance with us. If you guys enjoyed this episode, if it's added any sort of juicy value or wisdom nuggets into your life, could you please leave a review on iTunes? It helps other people find the show and it gives other people a boost of encouragement. If this episode specifically helped you, consider sharing it with a friend. If you liked it, chances are they probably will too. 
Until next week, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. I will talk to you soon. Keep on pursuing greatness.